Welcome to The Straight Cut. My name's Steve Garland. I am Aaron Shuttleworth. And we are coming to you from Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, back at West End Cigars. You ready for another episode, Aaron? I am ready. All right. Uh, this week we are smoking the uh, La Flor Dominicana Lenox. Um, this is one of my favorite LFDs. Um, I smoke a, a bunch of their stuff, but this is definitely up there on the list. Yeah, definitely. I, I do a lot of LFD also, and you know, since I chose this one, I wanted to go with one of my favorites from the LFD line, which, yeah. I mean, it, it's just a great one, and we'll get onto it later on in the episode, but um, it's a really, really good one, and both one that you and I, and I think damn near everybody who works here, really enjoys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know many people that don't like this cigar, mm-hmm. so. Um, but yeah, this week we're going to talk a little bit about sports, um, so... Sports are a big thing with the cigar culture. Um, we watch some sort of sports every day. Yeah, it's always on. Something yeah. is always on. Oh, Whether it ranges it's... anything from you know your your four main sports to mm-hmm. to curling or rugby or or whatever. We yeah. we watch all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you know it's uh, even during the off season. Yeah, there'll be something on. Oh yeah, we were watching PBA bowling the other day. Yep. <laughs> I mean, and and you know, like if I'm up here, it's gonna be soccer or like you said, rugby, <laughs> something like that. And then when it's the Ocho week. Dude, I love Ocho. I mean, it's got you got competitive uh, uh, beanbag toss, whatever it's called. Uh, uh, bago. Bago, yeah, or cornhole. Cornhole, or, yeah. Mean, they got everything. Well, so that's on normally. That's not even on just Well, Ocho it is now week. because they've, they've seen how yeah, popular so it's become. So last, last year, um, ESPN, for the anniversary of the movie Dodgeball, they decided to uh, to do ESPN 8, the Ocho, Um and and it was phenomenal. They showed some of the most random sports you have mm-hmm. ever heard of. Competitive tag. It, it was called something else. Yeah. I don't I don't remember what it's called. But yeah, it's it's a game um, that's really big in the Middle East, and it's like a team sport. Um, and they like gotta gotta touch a, an opposing player and then get back across their line at the half court or or whatever they call the <laughs> the surface they play yeah. on. Um, well, they have another one where it's like scaffolding right. I've seen set that up. One. Yeah, that's so a different like one. Just that's actually competitive tag. Yeah. But that wasn't on that day. No. But uh, they did chess boxing. Have you heard of this? I, I've, I've, seen, I've seen that. I was up here when, oh when that happened. Oh, my gosh. So um, they're in the middle of a boxing ring, and um, they sit down and play uh, chess for a, a round, right? Like a normal boxing round. Mm-hmm. But they sit down in chairs, and they play chess. Then when the bell rings, they get up, and they got a box. And then when the bell rings again, they sit back down and play chess. And then when the bell rings, they get back up and box. So they alternate <laughs> rounds. Okay. And so the, the one we watched was like the third or fourth year of it. And um, the first couple years, it was these really big guys that were really good at boxing. Um, they just come in there and knock their guy out yeah. after the first round. Right. Um, this last year. Next you got chess players to, to box? Well, no. This guy, he's like a SWAT police officer in, from Russia. Um, and the dude can box like crazy, but he's a genius. And so he started dominating the chess game. Um, and he beat one of his guys in the first round by playing chess. Uh, one of the big boxers that, that they thought was going to like go really deep into this tournament knocked yeah. this dude out. And, and he killed him at chess. Wasn't even close. And so they never even made it to the boxing. And so like the final match, it was actually really competitive. It went like eight or nine, ten rounds, something like that. Um, and and the guy eventually beat him at chess, uh, the Russian police officer. Um, it was phenomenal. They actually had two guys that were both good at boxing and good at um, chess, and so it's starting to become a, a big deal. It was the craziest sport I've ever seen. Yeah. We watched Ocho literally all day. We didn't change the channel one time. I mean, the Ocho is when normal schlubs like you and I could become athletes. Oh, yeah. I mean, how many times have we said that whenever the Winter Olympics is on, we need to make – a curling team yeah, because I, we have the athletic build of being a curling <laughs> that's team. exactly right and you can smoke cigars and drink a beer while you're doing it you i mean know? yeah be like, perfect hey so uh u.s olympic committee there you got about four or five guys down here at little rock <laughs> that uh we can throw some stones across the ice i've never even been on ice skates though so i say that but i, I don't even well, know not if on i can stand up i know but i'm just saying they're on ice well we know some guys that play hockey down here and they can give teach me some, us. Some, some lessons yeah drew we need some help <laughs> So speaking of beer, uh, why don't you give us a little bit of information about what we've uh, paired this Lenox with tonight? Yeah, so I went down to a uh, local brewery, uh, my favorite brewery in the town, and we yeah, have a mine we too. have and we have tons of breweries in Little Rock, like we've talked about before. But uh, Stones Throw, you know, whenever they first came out, five, a little over five years ago, I started going to them a lot, and uh, you know they've really 
it's just become my favorite local brewery. So I went down the, there this morning, and that's the one good thing about in Arkansas is you can't buy alcohol on Sundays unless it comes from the brewery itself. So or went, a restaurant. Or a restaurant. Yeah. Or to, to take home, pretty much. Right. Um, went down to Stiff Station, uh, Stone's Throw location. New one just opened up. Got the SGP ESB. Um, you know, talked to Megan down there. Uh, she helps with us when we do uh, yeah, events she she does the you know the tastings everything and the yep. pairings um so i went in there i was wearing my shirt she's like oh do you work at west end i was like yeah 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 and i want to do a pairing for the show here's what we're having here's the notes of the cigar of the lenox we're having gave me like seven samples it was awesome yeah i tried all these different ones and this one you know it was different because it wasn't it wasn't one i had before and it's yeah. only at that location for stone's throw um so it's just a little something a little differently and it's so far it's working out yeah, uh, it's really well it has some nice hoppiness it's abu five uh, percent the ibu is 38 so it's hoppy but not too overly hoppy yeah um, has the rich multi english malts some clean uh, after aftertaste a little bit of bitterness and it, yeah it's working well yeah it's uh so it's a british ale it's interesting. I've never had it before. It's one of their new limited releases, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a limited release you can only get at that location. Yeah. Um, which is their brand new facility. It's it's gorgeous. Yeah. That was my first time uh, going in there. Yeah. It's really nice. And, you know, it's uh, glad I got a growler of it because <laughs> if we don't finish this tonight, I'm definitely taking it home. <laughs> <laughs> no. So if you're not from Arkansas, um, our standard beer, like your your mass production beers, are four point two percent. Yeah, and so this is a five percent. So it's a little little higher. Uh, and this is ABV. actually this is kind of lower for even what they produce. Yeah, wise. yeah. A lot of their stuff is a lot higher, yep. depending on what it is. Yep. They've got some lower stuff, but yeah, um, we love going down there. My wife loves their cider. Um, they make they some do. Great they cider. make a great cider. A couple of sours that she likes yeah. as well. So um, they, I, I've said it before, and we have a couple of other members that we went down there. They made my absolute most favorite beer I've ever had in my life. Like Guinness is my favorite. Yeah. Type of beer that beer, but the this one they made it was a one off. It was the absolute best beer I've ever had in my life, and it's a shame that it was just a one-off, that they're not going to make it again. But it was, Yeah, was uh, it one of our pairing events? It was. It was uh, like a year and a half ago, and it was it was just great. Everything yeah. about it was great. Um, but, yep, that's the beer we're drinking uh, with it tonight. So what I like about Stone's Throw um, is that they do a lot of different stuff. Because yeah. they're considered a smaller brewery, mm-hmm. they're able to do – a ton of different types of beer and, yeah. and flavors and i believe they have a new one come out every friday yeah um it, it's it's great um the only thing that sucks about that is like you said it's a one-off sometimes yep. right so yep. once it's gone it's gone or, or one of the local restaurants will literally buy the entire batch and and, and you have to go to that place you can place. get it so yeah they have it's giant, really cool yeah they have a giant banner at their main location uh, new brew releases every friday so if you if you are a beer head you like just local you know, uh, micro brews, uh, and you're listening around here, definitely go down there and, and check them out. Yeah, it's good stuff. And we work directly with them, so yeah, we're we're good with promoting them because they promote us, and it's just it's just a great great beer and everything. Yeah. But um, yeah, talk about sports. There's a bunch of stuff happening right now. All four, or not all four, I guess football. Well, football's in their OTAs, so yeah, all four ready. aspects are doing some sort of yeah. something right now. So the, the biggest thing right now is the College World Series. Um, we're in the Super Regionals. Um, Arkansas's in it, so we're paying a lot of attention to it. We uh, Last year, we went to the final mm-hmm. um, and lost to Oregon State on just a crazy, crazy dropped uh, pop fly. Mm-hmm. Um we, you know, it was in foul territory, which you haven't been to that park yet, but it's it's humongous. Yeah, they sh- they were showing Omaha uh, today, and it looked like a big. Yeah, it's huge. So like the area they were in would have been out of play for almost any other ballpark. Yeah, especially Brom where they play at home. Yeah, um, but but the ball was in play. Uh, three guys showed up to to catch it, and nobody did. Yeah, nobody um, called. And it, it would have ended the. That was the second game. We won the first one. It would have ended. It was ninth inning. Um, it was last out. Last out. Yeah. yeah. We had two outs. All they had to do was catch the ball. Yep. Um, we ended up losing the game. So rough, rough finish <laughs> yeah. to a great season, though. Yeah. Um, but this year we're back in it. Um, so there's multiple games going on right now. But um, you've got UCLA um, and Michigan. They're tied 1-1. So UCLA is your number one ranked school in the country and lost their first mm-hmm. game to Michigan. So really good series. They play a little later tonight. Right now you've got Vanderbilt and Duke playing. Um, that's game three for that, so that's winner take all there. 
Um, you've got Oklahoma State and Texas Tech playing right now. That one's also into game three. Um, really, really close series there. Um, it's been really good to, to watch that one. Um, Louisville advanced to the, the World Series, so they'll go to Omaha Very over easily. East Carolina. Yeah, and East Carolina is known to be a good baseball yeah, school. Phenomenal school. And they won the first – I don't know when they won the first game, um, but the second one it was like 12 nothing. Yeah, I think Louisville was up like um, – like six, uh, no, I'm sorry. It was like uh, like eleven to one or something yeah. in the first game. I mean, they, they they pretty well blew them out. Um, and East Carolina is a smaller school, but they have a great baseball program. Mm-hmm. They're they're always in the running. They've knocked Arkansas out before yeah. in a regional. So and this is all the super the super regional. Yeah, super regional here. play. You've got Arkansas, Ole Miss. They'll play tomorrow, game three. Um, and then you've got Stanford, Mississippi State. So Mississippi State's up 1-0 in that one. So they'll be game two tonight um, in that series. Um, you've got LSU and Florida State playing right now, which last score update, I think Florida State was up two or three runs in that, um, but a pretty close contested game mm-hmm. there. Um, Florida State does lead that series 1-0. Um, so if LSU loses, they're out. And then you've got um, North Carolina and Auburn. Um, and that series is tied 1-1, so that's game three as well. So uh, we've got some really, really good games going on. Um, if we weren't recording, we'd be watching them. Yeah, but, I, mean, yeah. And co- I mean, college baseball isn't something that I watch a lot of until it gets to yeah. the regional, super regional, and uh, World Series at Omaha. You know, you went you went to Omaha last year. That's yeah. one. Of, I think that needs to be one of the destination points for any big sports fan, just because it's on. It's just a great you know experience to go see. I haven't been able to see it. You know, I knocked off one of my sport bucket list earlier in the year by going to the army navy game uh last year but omaha would be awesome especially you know with art with uh, arkansas was in it you know i'm not an arkansas fan per se but i live here so i'll root for them and everything you should be i know <laughs> my, my college sucks at all sports except <laughs> basketball um well i got a good coach now i do I, I am looking forward to the mad hatter you know it's I'm, gonna I'm, be interesting I'm, I'm gonna it'll be yeah it will be interesting i'm looking forward to it um but keep it on the college baseball aspect right now that we're talking about the best game that I've seen so far was just in a regional tournament, a regional game. It was a Texas A&M versus West Virginia. Uh, in West yeah. Virginia, Texas, though, was the home team. Um, and Bryce Baum hit a walk-off grand, grand slam yeah. to send it to send it to the next to, to the next round. Yeah. Uh, but the, it was a full count, yeah. two outs, bottom of the ninth. And at that point, West Virginia was up 9-1 in the sixth. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's what you you dream about when you're in the backyard. Oh yeah, you know, full count, bases loaded. Yeah, you know, you're you're up to bat. I mean, every every kid, boy, every girl, whoever kid. has oh, yeah. has hit that imaginary grand slam. Oh yeah, and he actually did that. So that was yeah. And then I mean, you run them around the bases going, ah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the crowd. hands up, ah, <laughs> goes wild. <laughs> I mean, and you're and you know and you're you're wearing you know you're wearing your. Uh, Little League jersey. Yeah, we're yeah. Little League jersey or, or your PF Flyers, you know, something like that. Did you see they did a, uh, uh anniversary release of the PF Flyers? Yeah. I looked I at them. I missed it. I was going to buy them, and I missed it. I totally forgot. So I looked at them, but they didn't have my size because I have clown feet. Um, <laughs> but it was – I totally would have bought them. Oh, I, oh, definitely. The Sandlot is one of my favorite all-time yeah. movies. Yeah. I mean, it's so good. Anybody can watch that movie. The Great Bambino. That's exactly. Yeah, my wife, knowing that I love the movie so much, my wife, one of the local theaters was was showing it in mm-hmm. the theater, um, and my wife bought me tickets to oh, go. Really? She's like, I got you tickets to go see The Sandlot. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that came out, what, 20, oh, yeah, 20 25 we years kids, ago? Yeah. yeah, I mean, so we were, I was probably eight, nine-ish, I guess. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, so that would have been awesome. Such a good theater. movie. But yeah, that's uh, so college baseball is going on right now. A bunch of cool stuff. Um, we had the draft just happen. You know, I I was yeah. able I was able to draft second because the Royals are not very good right now. <laughs> um, we're a good farm team for all the other major league teams. <laughs> um, but you, being the almighty New York Yankees, right? Yeah, shut that's up. That's right, buddy. Come on with it. <laughs> Indiana guy, <laughs> being a Yankees fan. Well, we didn't have a team in Indiana. All right, I'll give you. I'll we give you that. Don't. But there's somebody closer to. Yeah, I mean, you got Chicago, but that's the thing. Like everybody was Chicago fans, right? You could have gone Cubs White, Sox. White Sox, right? I mean, it's just like, eh, you know. What uh, I, What I love is that uh, whenever the whenever the Cubs were in the World Series, 
and they were showing the graphic like, oh, it's been this long yeah. since Chicago has won. Uh, you know, a, a title, and then it's like they forgot all about the White <laughs> the Sox, how they Sox, won in yeah. 05. Yeah. It's just like, man, the South Side is getting crapped <laughs> on by everybody. Yeah, we have a couple of uh, of guys that are from that area that are White Sox fans. Yeah. Um, and they they like to bring that up. Yeah. So I know. And, and, I, and with them being in my division in the AL Central, I like to point it out. But, you know, <laughs> but now that I've actually won a World Series, you know, I, I can give it to them a little bit better. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Let's talk about World Series wins. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I've got I've got a stack of them. Which one you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll move on. Yeah. Um. So another big thing today, uh, PGA Tour, which I know you're not into. More. Um, but yeah, uh, Rory McIlroy won um, the RBC Canadian Open, um, which is a big deal. He hasn't played phenomenal this year. He's had a bunch of. Um, like close finishes, but he hasn't won a match yet. Um, and so this was good for him. This is uh, this is a big step. He won by seven strokes, I believe. Um, so he really dominated. Um, your next tournament up is U.S. Open, which is the big one. I mean, that's the, that's the big national championship for the U.S. So all your big guys will be there. Um, there's, you know, people already betting on it. Um, they've taken Tiger off the board yep. at I most places. That. He's He's still up at, at some – um, and you can bet on different things, but yeah, um, they're playing at Pebble Beach this year. Are you familiar with Pebble Beach at all, Florida? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> see, I wish y'all could see my face. It's just glassed over, just like <laughs> nah. it's it's like the Peanuts teacher talking. Mom, yeah. Mom, 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 mom. So what's interesting? Brooks Kepka is your defending champion. I knew he, that. He also won the PGA yeah. most recently and the PGA last year. I knew that. Um, he came in second at the Masters this year to Tiger. I knew that. But I believe Tiger is still um, one of the favorites and favored over Brooks Kepka. Because Kepka is number one right now, ranked, right? Yeah, Kepka's one, uh, Dustin Johnson's two, Justin Rose is three, Rory McIlroy is four, which he'll move up um, a, a big chunk. Uh, his name is Mr. Gretzky. <laughs> uh, Tiger Woods is five, and Justin Thomas is six. Five is. Uh- Woods is that high? Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm shocked. He won the Masters. He won the first major of the year, and he's played really well for the most part. He's, he's had a couple of bumps, but everybody does. But yeah, I mean, Brooks Kepka is by far playing better than anyone. The, I mean, the it's guy, not even close. The guy I liked because he won uh, the Open probably eight years ago. I liked his name, South African Louis Wustazen. Yeah, I've always liked him. <laughs> so I don't know. I'll, I'll follow him around. He's been relevant in a little while. I know he hasn't been relevant, but you know, I liked his name, and he was like the underdog then at the time. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll go. I'll go with him. So, yeah, the the U.S. Open's a big deal. It's it's going to be huge. Um, Pebble Beach Tiger has dominated at Pebble Beach. So the 2000 U.S. Open, um, he won by 15 shots. So where's Pebble Beach at? Tell me. Since the Florida, it's in California. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, he uh, he won by 15 shots. So he shot 12 under. He was 12 under, so his next closest competitor was three over. That's pretty uh, far. That's ridiculous. What, 15, 15 shots? 15 lead? shots, yeah. That's math. Um, so it's been a long time ago. This is 19 years ago. But, uh, I mean, the guy's got a history of dominating at this golf course. What, what were you doing 19 years ago? Uh, were you even here? Were you in the state 19 years ago? No. What was I in, fifth grade? Uh, Graduated in 07, so. Yeah, because I was, I was in 10th grade. God, we're making we're making us sound old, but we're not really at the same yeah. time. Uh, See, so yeah, I would have been eleven. So no, I wasn't even. I didn't live in Arkansas at the time. So I was. That put me here. I'm coming up on twenty years here in the state. So I, I was here already. Yeah. Still not giving a damn about golf. <laughs> Except I will say, one of the best PlayStation games around is Tiger Woods Golf. That's a good. Yeah, he doesn't have a game anymore. No, but I mean, but back yeah. but back then it was it was a good game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I played hours and hours and hours of it. Well, you want to touch on the cigar? We're about probably an inch in maybe uh, so far, like we were saying. Uh, LFD Lenox um, stands for The Night. It's a great uh, great cigar. Looking up on other aspects of it, I knew it didn't come out that too long ago. I didn't realize yeah, it came out so 2015 at IPCPR. So it's only yeah. been out four years. I remember when it first came out here. Yeah. I wasn't even working here yet. I came in and I was like, "Hey, what's you know? What do you got? Something new? I know you yeah. just got back from the show, and this one was pointed out to me, and instantly the band 
um, caught my eye. I love the band. It's a real nice one because it reminded me of um, Vince Van Gogh and reading up on it this week. Yeah. That's where they actually got a little bit of yeah. the, uh, the, uh, the artwork style stylization from. And same, same thing with the name. Lenox is kind of taken from his signature. Yeah, so the, the text that they used for Lenox on the band mm-hmm. is um, basically in the, the text that he's autographed in. Yeah. Um, and so that's the whole idea behind that. But, yeah, um, phenomenal cigar. It's on the fuller side. Yep. Um, I'd probably call it medium to full. I would say medium to full, but for me, from all the times I've had and just looking at past notes that I've had, like in my cigar scanner app, like we talked about before, it starts off medium to full, but to me, it kind of finishes more on the medium realm, um, but but that's just for me. Um, it's, it's a phenomenal cigar. So this is uh, the third cigar, I believe, that Tony Gomez did. So mm-hmm. Lito, it's his son. Um, so the first two were the chapter one and the Capicillo Dos, which means chapter two. Yeah. Um, the Lenox. Lenox would have been the next one. The Lavocada. And the Lavocada. So the only difference in the Lenox and Lavocada is the wrapper and the binder are just flipped on them. Mm-hmm. They're the exact same cigar, um, and they're just flipped. So the blend on this is a Brazilian Maduro wrapper with a San Andreas binder and um, Dominican Peloto and, and Peloto Oro fillers, um, and it is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, and, uh, you know, kind of going back to last week's episode – you know, this is more of the oily realm on the wrapper side rather than, like, the veiny or the toothy yeah, very oily. All right, you want to get the soccer stuff out of the way? Because I'm just going to sit here for that. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Soccer just, is... It's not entertaining to me uh, at all. Yeah, so I am I am a big soccer fan. Uh, I, ever, I have been ever since, ever since I was a little kid. Um, I'm a Manchester United fan. So we either you either love United or you hate United, but it's glory, glory all the way. Um, I became a United fan because when I was a little kid and when ESPN2 just came out, you know, like I couldn't sleep or I got up early, that was the team that was always on. So that's who I just kind of became a fan of. And then watching the film United about, you know, the air disaster in the 60s that happened. But the main thing that's happened, you know, past week or so since, you know, we decided we're going to do sports is Liverpool won the UEFA Champions League 2-0 against Tottenham Hotspurs. My youngest brother is a Hotspurs fan, so suck it. But the, at the same time, Liverpool won, who I absolutely hate. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, where's your team end up? No, it's me, man. Did you get knocked down? Uh, we've had a bad year. Did you go down? Yeah, no, we we didn't. Yeah, we lost early in the. In no, the, I was talking about. The, no, no, uh, no, no, no. We went, we didn't get relegated. Yeah. yeah, no, that that I don't think that'll ever happen. We don't. We won't get relegated. You just said it. No, you we, cursed them. It, no, it won't. You happen. cursed them, bro. What, you know what? What happens is because I have a, we have a, I said we, I, I have a United scarf hanging up yeah. in the shop, and it's kind of dirty just from you know, yeah, all the smoke. So <laughs> I need to take it home and wash it, and then yeah, we'll, be, we'll be we'll be back on top. You need to wash um, it by itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some other soccer stuff that's you know that I thought was interesting. Um, Erland uh, Halland, a uh, Norwegian striker, um, he scored a hat trick. Of hat tricks. Do you know what, you know how many goals that is? No. Nine goals in one game. Nine. A hat trick is three goals. I knew that. So he scored a hat trick of hat tricks. When's the last time any team scored nine goals? He, so he I mean, t- there's like three goals a year so, in soccer. So the game so the game ended twelve nil. Holy cow! And they, they were playing. Uh, What's the point at that point? You get up nine, just forfeit. It was so it was it was a U twenty game World Cup. But the, the thing – so they're in group stage still. A group, B group, C group. They're playing um, – What league is this? It's not – it's it's UEFA. It's the World Cup for under 20-year-olds. Okay. Um, but the thing is is that even with that, they won't get out of group stage, even with goal differential, just because they've had kind of a, a rougher time in the group. But he is going to win the golden boot, which is your they top won, score. They scored 12 goals. There's yeah, no but there's, way they're but losing you, by more than 12. Yeah, but no, but you have to win the games. You have to. You play a round-robin, so you have four games. There's four teams so in the group. So if you only win one game, you're not moving on. You're not moving on, okay. yeah. So they're not going to move on. Um, and then you have the U.S. Women's Cup started, or the, the Women's World Cup started this weekend. Uh, U.S. women play tomorrow, um, so I'll keep track of that. Um, they're in Group F, which is an easy, easy group for the women's group. Uh, women are – they're projected to win anyways. Um, the whole thing? The whole thing. Yeah, wow. because they're, they're defending champions. Yeah, I knew um, that. 
Yeah, congratulations. You know the soccer thing. Well, it's World Cup. You know, um, you kind of pay attention to the country. Yeah. It's like the Olympics, right? Yeah. I don't care about, you know, competitive floor dancing, but I'm rooting for the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're projected to win. They're, they're, they're not projected. They're the favorites to win. Um, France is also high up there, but they're in uh, Group B, I believe, which is the group of death, the hardest group to get in. U.S. is in Group F, which is the easiest. So they have a 99.8% chance of getting out of group. They're going to get out of group unless just something astronomical happens. Which it has before. Which it has before, but I don't foresee it happening just because the the U.S. women's team is just – they're so, so good. I just started listening to a new podcast um, this weekend, and it's talking about the history of the 99 club who uh, won it all. Um, and it's just a great podcast. And just hearing the history of that, you know, that happened 20 years ago. That was Mia Hamm. Mia Hamm, yeah, had all and that. the lady pulling her shirt off the end. It's a It's a – it's a good podcast. Just a took me back, and then getting ready for this U.S. Women's Cup. So let me ask you: We're we're clearly good in women's soccer worldwide. Yeah. Are we getting there in men's? Or are we are we kind of the 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 peons still? The the only thing that does suck, Europe, um, is definitely by far the best in producing the best soccer players. You yeah. have La Liga, you have Serie A, you have uh, Premier League, you have Bundesliga. Uh, which is covers uh, Germany, Italia, uh, the Spa- uh, Spanish, and Europe league. The U.S. is so big, but the MLS just isn't producing that top tier yet. But there are top tier American players playing in just not enough those though. other ones. Yeah, but you, I think the thing is, this is a whole other aspect that I think will change within the next fifteen years. Um, mom might not want little Jimmy to play football because of the all the danger aspects, yeah. the concussions, stuff like that. Because I, I mean, I played my whole life football. I've definitely had numerous concussions. I, I'm starting to see the effects of it happening. I don't know if I'm to the to the point of would I want my kids to play. I don't know, but I think more parents are going to push their kids to play soccer more. So I think it's it's. Soccer in the U.S. is on an up till. It's it's up, up, up all the way. Um, it's not going to level out and plateau yeah. anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll get to that point eventually. But until you have um, great named European players that want to play in the U.S. before their prime is up, yeah, it's not going to be at that level yet. Um, we have. Uh, Zoltan Imabrinovic that plays in the U.S. but he played in Europe for. Would you just call me? <laughs> played in the <laughs> played in the in Europe forever. He played for United. Wayne Rooney played for United. He plays in the in the United States now. I mean, there's tons of great talent that plays in the U.S. now, but they're on they're in their twilight years of their career. So until you get a premier player to come to the U.S. to play MLS, it's not going to be a while. But the other aspect is the money. Soccer yeah. is That's so unreal. crazy on the on the pay scale. Um, Absolutely crazy. Just the transfer fees alone could get up to two hundred million dollars just for That's the fact ridiculous. of for you to sign a player, and then you have to pay them another hundred fifty million dollar contract. And that's not for like a long term deal. That's for you know that could be a two year, three year note. It's not that long. It's not like you know with football where you might sign a or baseball. Like Mike Trout signed a 10-year or 12-year, $430 million contract. You're getting soccer contracts at $200 million a year or $200 million contract for two, three years. Yeah. I mean, players are making $80 million a year. It's ridiculous. So until the MLS decides it wants to pay that money, you're not going to get the level of talent out there. The Um, problem is you don't have the fan support like you do in Europe. You do in certain aspects. Um not near the money. Atlanta, Atlanta FC, they are only two or three years into the into the league. They sell out um, Falcon Stadium every game. It is the atmosphere is crazy there. Uh, Sporting KC has a thirty-two thousand uh, seat stadium, sells out every every game. I go to a couple games a year. Uh, Portland Timbers, Seattle Sounders. I mean, those clubs are are you know selling out. So the fan base is there. They just have to. They have a lot more competition to go up against, whereas in England you don't have baseball, football, hockey, 
that are kind of the main aspects of sports and you like you do in the u.s you have all that other stuff um the u.s is so big um there's talent out there it just needs to be found yeah i mean especially with this whole football thing going on with the you know the head injuries Mm -hmm. until they figure out a way to stop that football is going to decline i mean you you know it's there's a lot of money involved in the nfl but it will eventually decline yeah and so so we and we did how many test runs of this show did we do five six oh yeah something like that but every episode we talked about the uh aaf AAF, and before we ever went live yeah. The AAF folded, de- folded defunct. I mean, close. and that we were high up on what did they the make AAF. It four weeks? Uh, no, they made it. I want to say they made it six or seven. We know who's it, claiming it, the championship, right? Uh, whatever. <laughs> the Orlando Apollo. That's right. By Come default, we, yeah, you had the best record. I had the second best record. Record. We were definitely on a crash course. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah two we playing interests. So, so before the season started, we decided we wanted to pick teams. You picked Orlando Apollos because why? Steve Spurrier. Steve Spurrier was the head coach. Yeah, I mean, I picked, come on, how, you can't pick against the guy. Uh, I picked the San Antonio um, – I remember what the club was called now. I don't either. It doesn't matter. I, I, mean, I picked them because the, – The league is folded. It yeah, they're, they're, they're affiliated with the, the Chiefs, so I picked them. But the one thing I did like about them, they brought back the old-school starter jackets. Yeah, that, that was, was really cool. I almost ordered one. I wonder if you could still get them. I wonder if it's like one of those – old like collector's editions you can't find anymore it's on ebay it's now for be. like four hundred dollars oh yeah you know they're gonna be expensive oh yeah but yeah until until top tier talent wants to come over to the u.s and play um s- soccer will always be you know yeah a step behind in the u.s and kind of just looked over and you know a forgotten child pretty yeah. much in the u.s sports realm but you know as a huge fan of the sport it's a beautiful game i love it some of the best stuff happens in soccer yes they flop they fall it's stupid it's yeah. it sucks but the game aspect itself i i really love and i you know the future is, is looking good uh, for the u.s uh, so it's only up from there hopefully it gets better yeah i'm with you um so do you know what the fastest growing sport in the u.s is right now fastest growing sport Mm -hmm. i would assume soccer no it's rugby is it rugby yeah well which is another great (laughs) sport i I love love watching rugby so we catch rugby every once in a while on tv Uh um part of that is because we have a phenomenal rugby team here in the state we do so arkansas state is ranked number six in the nation right now and well little rock has its own club too and the former coach went on to go coach I think it was the women's rugby yeah, team. Yeah, the Olympic team. The Olympic team. Yeah. So Little Rock has some good roots in the, yeah. in the rugby aspect. Yeah, they really do. Um, so Which, yeah, we, yeah we was, we've been trying to find a, a uh, uh, Arkansas State rugby jersey, yeah, the jersey forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would totally sport one if we yeah. could get one. R- rugby, I, I do love. I love that sport too. I prefer yeah. – um, I don't like sevens. Is all right. I don't. I don't like sevens. I like sevens them. is high action, man. It I mean, is, it, but I like it's full tilt boogie. But as a defensive guy that was on defense or on for football, I liked. I like the fifteens because it's a more slow pace. I like the fact that you have to go backwards to go forwards, and you get more of that aspect in fifteens over the over sevens. Yeah. So we've got a uh, a World Cup this year with rugby mm-hmm. um, that kind of kicks off in uh, September. September twentieth, first game. It's uh, Japan versus Russia. So. Um, it'll be interesting. U.S. is in it this year. Um, we normally don't do phenomenally in in 15s. Um, we usually do a lot better in 7s. Um, yeah, I don't I know mean, what it is about it. Um, quicker fi- matches, or fif- I don't know. Yeah, the 15s is dominated yeah. by New Zealand All Blacks. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, that's the yeah, club. Yeah, they won last year's, um, or the last – they won the Sevens Rugby World Cup mm-hmm. last year. And then uh, Fiji is another big yeah, – Fiji's a good one. Another good one. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, – South Africa yeah. is, a, is, a, is a good country for, for that also. Yeah, we have multiple guys that have come here from South Africa to play at A-State, and they're now customers of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, great, great guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's a great sport. And if you have a chance to go check out a game, you know, at your city or whatever, there's colleges that have it all over the place. Yeah. Or even just pick up games like what we have in Little Rock. I don't know if you, I don't want to call it, call it pick up because it's actually – No, it's like a it's like a club sport or yeah. something almost. Like anybody can play. Um, 
you can do your Some normal big job. Big dudes out there, though. Um, I know. I've <laughs> I've always wanted to, but it's like my my plate is already full enough with everything I else. I smoke too many cigars to get out there and run around for an hour. <laughs> but we'll, so we'll make our own curling team or our own rugby team. That's what we'll do. <laughs> yeah, smoke break every fifteen minutes. Yeah, like I can't breathe. I need a cigar. <laughs> oh goodness. So just looking at uh, the D1 top 20 list here, you've got some big names. Um, Cal's up there. St. Mary's is number one. Um, Navy's got a got a great team. Army's got a team. Arkansas State, BYU, Penn State, Arizona. I mean, there's some big schools. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame's on there. Um, so it's not just your Ivy League schools anymore, which is what it used to be. Yeah. Um, it's actually getting out there to – all kinds of schools so and it's i mean it's i'm excited a, about rugby for all the people who are like oh football's a man sport blah blah yeah it's cool oh, it's a man, man sport man rugby they totally rugby makes these makes football players look like little girls yeah i mean they get out there and get with it and no pads and it's it's one of those things like i th- <laughs> i don't know how to say this without coming off weird um the physiques of rugby players i think is like the it's the ultimate athlete build. You have the statue of David yeah. who has, like, that's the physique everybody wants. Rugby players, I mean, they're big dudes, broad-shouldered, you know, V-shaped. But they're quick as hell. Oh, man. Yeah. They it's will just be ridiculous. gone in a second yeah. if you don't pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. That's I think that's why Fiji dominates so much mm-hmm. um, is because their guys are just naturally built bigger like that. Um, and, and, and they've got as much speed as anybody else. So... When you combine those two things, I mean, you just dominate. I mean, rugby is just one of those sports where if you can have both, you'll, you'll kill. Oh, and the water there is great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a Fiji water guy? So I'm a Voss water guy. Va- oh, my goodness. Um, Voss water. Voss. I like Voss water. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my one pretentious thing. One? I don't know. That's one of my pretentious one, yeah, things. One up. <laughs> um, I like Voss Water. It's good. I don't. But hey, Arkansas makes some. I don't say. I don't, do we make water? Yeah, Arkansas they bottle produ- it. Arkansas produces some of the best damn water I've ever yeah. had. With, in down it's hot from Arkansas. Yeah. I mean, it comes but out of the ground in Arkansas. We don't make it, so I guess Arkansas yeah, makes it. Kind of. Nature makes it in Arkansas. Right. Um, it's amazing. It is good. Um, yeah. So, cigar. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm. About to get to the last third of the cigar. I'm smoking a little quicker than you, I think, yeah. some, for some reason. Because I'm actually we're we're on a subject that I you talk a lot about. I talk a lot about. Yeah, yeah because I think um, we both could talk a ton. Oh yeah, all day long. You know, yeah. sports, I mean, it's what I do all day, right? We yeah. sit in here and watch Sports Center. Yeah, that, I mean that, and uh, you know, I I broadcast for a local high school football team. I've been doing that for 14 years coming up. We're defending state champions now. It's the second time you brought that up on on this podcast, Aaron. Bring it up for our and you've brought up Kansas City in every single episode. You know what? You're gonna you're gonna make me do it every episode. <laughs> That's what I'm we do. need a Kansas City counter. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, sports is just something that most cigar people have something yeah. in. We you know we all have our certain teams. We've we've touched on before a couple episodes. You know, with Arkansas not having a professional team, yeah. like of a lot of other states. So, well, we don't have any professional. No, we don't have any professional sports. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're so right. we all gravitate towards a certain group of teams. You know, yeah. um, for, for me, with me being from Kansas City, I'm a Chiefs fan, Chiefs fan, sporting fan, and a Royals fan. You are a Colts fan and a yep. Yankees fan. Yep. Um, are you a Pacers? Fan? I don't really watch basketball. Yeah, I'm not the biggest basketball fan, but we have we have all walks of life in here that have yeah. different. Teams. I, I catch the highlights. Yeah, I don't watch enough of it to really pick a team, but I watch the highlights when they come on Sports Center the next day. So speaking on basketball, yeah, we have the finals going on right now. About to be over. So <laughs> I originally said Toronto in seven. Um, right now it's sitting Toronto up three one. Going back to Toronto playing. Uh, tomorrow night, which is Monday night, um, I think they can actually do it. Well, so everybody thought Golden State was just going to dominate this yeah. without uh, KD there, mm-hmm. um, and that's not what's happened. So he's pra- he practiced today. He I don't know. Today. I don't know how it was, but I know he was practicing today. Yeah, um, Kawhi Leonard has just dominated this game mm-hmm. or the, this whole series. I mean, he's just literally taken the entire team on his back and dominated. I, I will. I will say that, but. The defense. I don't think Golden State yeah. was, was prepared for the defense no. that they were. Well, so here's the in, problem: in when, when you take KD out of the out of the equation, mm-hmm. all you then have to do is just keep 
Steph and, and Clay from Jack and Threes. Yeah. That's all you have to do. Draymond is not a great scorer. Um, he's, he's a good defender. He plays tough down low, um, but he's not, you know, a, a pure scorer. You know, same thing like Dennis Rodman back in the day, right? Rodman couldn't make a layup to save his life, but the dude was dirty. I mean, he knew how to get in there and, and rough it up with those guys. Oh, yeah. And definitely. so as an undersized guy, he could play with any of them, yeah. right? And so it, he's just not a scorer. And and when you can't get your two guys that, that really take the bulk of the scoring open, what do you do? Yeah. You know, you bring KD back in, and then you've got, uh, you know, a threat down low that they have to defend because, I mean, he'll, he'll go out there and put up 60. Um, so they have to defend him, and that opens your other two guys up that have just hit threes from you know the three point line on the other side of the court. I mean, that, Steph can hit him from anywhere. It's unreal. Yeah. So does KD? Is, is he? Does he leave after this year? Does he stay? What do you, What do you think happens there? I think he leaves. Either way, win or lose. I think he, looking at what money is available, um, New York is the market, but it's going to be Brooklyn, I believe. You think? I think they have the most money to go after him. Um, I don't know if um, like LeBron would go out there, but KD is. I could see KD being gone. But what do you think about this the series? Do you think uh, Warriors can come back? No, three one. No, I it, do they I, get it? Do they get it back to um, Oakland? Possibly, because this if KD plays by the time this comes out. We'll already know what's going to yeah. happen. So we, we have no idea what's right. going to happen. If I'm KD gonna... plays, they can get it back, but they're not going to win it. I just don't see yeah. them taking three games in a row and, and it's not gonna be hard. giving up one game. I mean, so there's only one time in history that a team came back down 3-1, and yeah. it was Cavaliers against Warriors yeah. in 16. Yeah, oh, I remember that. Yeah, I mean, that was, I mean, that was a that great – That was a big deal. That was a great yeah. um, tournament – or not tournament, a great um, Final. finals. Um I don't see it happening either. I just don't see them going into Toronto because they stole a game in Toronto. Yeah. Um, they went on a 20 to 0 run yeah. in game two. That's crazy. I don't think that's going to happen for this could be the first time ever that Toronto could win the finals because this is the first time they've ever been in the finals. I just don't see that happening. Yeah. The whole country of Canada is behind Toronto. And honestly, 99% of the U.S is with them too just because we don't like seeing the same pe- the same team yeah. win over and over and over. Yeah, again. everybody loves an underdog story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. it's, it's kind of like, you know, with the Patriots in football. You know, you're so yeah, tired everybody's of tired seeing of that. everybody's <laughs> seeing tired of win, but at the same time, you know, people are tired of seeing We're Warriors. Coming for you this year. <laughs> yeah, I'm God, oh, so so <laughs> close. I was I was at that game. Um so Marielle, she's from Oakland, so she's an Oakland fan or she's yeah. a Warriors fan, you know. She likes them. Right. Um but I never realized you know they've been good now for five, six years. Yeah, the the fan base for the Warriors goes back all the way into the seventies. It is crazy how much that city just adores that team. So I thought because you never really got to see all the publication and stuff like that of the Warriors until they actually got hot and everything. Yeah, but just going back and you're seeing all this stuff and then you know talking to her and hearing how much that C just is nuts over them. But it's kind of the same fact where they're nuts over all the teams. The A's, I went to my I went to an A's game last year. It's that way, and you definitely know they are the they're that way against the Raiders. Well they're ready to kick the Raiders out. Well, they're done so, with the Raiders. Well so this also uh the Warriors are leaving Oakland next year. They're going into San Francisco. Yeah. So, you know, they could have they could have seen their last game in Oakland already. Yeah. Very well could have. So it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I'll be watching it tomorrow night. Um, I I think Toronto will win it all, um, and I do think it will be happening um, in Toronto. Whether it whether it happens game five or game seven, originally I had them taking it all in seven games, but just winning three against yeah the Toronto right now is going to be hard because that defense is yeah so good. Like and, they're excellent. And one of the things is. Um, Fred Van Fleet, he got knocked in the eye by an elbow, yeah. seven stitches, lost half his tooth. Yeah, that was crazy. So while he was in, he was holding Curry to minimal scores. Uh, game one, he was uh, uh, one for six in the, uh, you know, for field goals. In game uh, game four, nine for twenty-two. Wow. I mean, that defense is stifling, and yeah. against you know, which is against a player who 
arguably it will go down as one of the best shooters, if not the best shooter. Yeah, ever. but that's the thing. I mean, they've always had that inside threat. Um, with with Katie out, you don't. You know, so you have to figure that out. So all the talking heads are talking now. You know, ESPN isn't what it used to be. It's a lot of just talk. You know, kind of what we're doing now. Whatever. It's everybody. Everybody has a take. What's your hot take? What's your hot take? Everything I'm reading now is, oh, the dynasty's over. Dynasty's over. Do you think the dynasty's over, or no. this is just a setback? I think it's just another season. Yeah. Um, I think they'll still dominate because yeah. I think I do. I do too. I think no, because no matter what, no matter what Durant does, Durant hasn't yeah. played for a while, and they've been doing well. They've actually been yeah. playing better without him in. They just weren't set up. They just don't. This isn't a good matchup. Well, they for can't Warriors. play a team that actually plays defense. Yeah. You know, when when you get to a team like Toronto that actually knows how to play solid defense against an outside team like that, um, it, it shuts them down. And the so. and the Warriors played sloppy in Game Four. Yeah. So many yeah, turnovers. I've never seen that many turnovers. Yeah. Against. A Steve Kerr club. Yeah, it, it, it's a big question mark. I mean, they very well could could make the comeback. I don't think it's going to happen, but they could. Um, are you are you into boxing? A little bit. It's UFC. Not, I used to be more into UFC. Not yeah. so much now. Um, you know, I I grew up watching a little bit of boxing, but yeah. in our time, boxing had a few big name people. Yeah. We had Evander Holyfield. Um, we had Mike Tyson. Yeah. We had the Klitschko brothers most recently. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's one of those things where, you know, 50 years ago, boxing was the sport. Um, you know, it, I like it. I don't get a, I don't get to watch it as much just because it's honestly, it's hard to find premier fights that aren't on HBO or Showtime yeah, and you have to yeah. pay for and stuff like that. But you have, you know, you have Triple G, you have Canelo. Yeah. You have all that kind of stuff where, you know, once again, you know, cigar smokers are going to kind of gravitate towards boxing just because it's kind of that old school aspect. Yeah. You know, you get that thing. So we're watching a little bit of it, but I know what you're about to talk about. Yeah. And this, so uh, I did see that. This and, Dante Wilder knockout yeah. is just absolutely ridiculous. So he's fighting uh, Dominic Brazil. Um, and, and he throws a punch that, I mean, knocked this dude back into 1980. So his ear, like, slapped the back of his head. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was, it was so ridiculous, bad. dude. And, and that's... It, it, and, I mean, we all knew Wilder had the power to do it, mm-hmm. and, and there's kind of some bad blood with these two. Um, you know, nothing crazy, but, there, you know, a little bit of disrespect between them. Um, and they kind of tied up, and the ref separated them. Wilder took two steps towards him threw a, a jab to set up, and then just threw a haymaker that rocked the whole arena, man. Yep. I mean, you could hear it on the on the coverage. Um, just crazy. So it, that was a phenomenal knockout. Not a great fight, but a yeah, good knockout. good knockout. And then um, another good fight that's happened recently yeah. is you had Andy Urez Jr. versus Anthony Joshua. Yeah. Um, so when you think of boxers, what do you see in your head? Yeah, the big, you know, chiseled guy, uh, yeah. you know, huge muscles. Yeah. Yeah. Not Andy Rose. No, he looks nothing like it. He, so, <laughs> I mean. He's like Butterbean Jr. He is. Um, <laughs> Mexican fighter. So, I was watching that fight. Um, he got knocked down in the third. Yeah. And when he got knocked down, he was pissed. Oh, yeah. Well, he kind of got caught with a punch. He did. You know, um, it wasn't a re- real solid punch. Just hit the button. Yeah. But it got to the point of like, all right. Let's go. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> um, and then it went on. I mean, he's a big dude, but, man, big dudes have power. And he actually had the stamina. Um, he wasn't tiring out. He wasn't huffing and puffing for being a a big guy. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to say big because I'm a big guy. Yeah. He's a big guy. He's, he's big for a boxer. He's big for a boxer. He, like yeah. you said, he's a butterbean type style. Yeah. Um, you know, they were talking about how his physique set boxing back 100 years. That's a bunch of BS. You know, I don't believe that. Because at the same time, he's fighting Anthony Joshua, who yeah. had that chiseled physique and everything. And Rez knocked him out, TKO in the seventh. Yeah. I mean, and it was ridiculous. So much money was won on that oh, fight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It was, it was, a, it, it brought a tear to my eye seeing that somebody without the six pack could <laughs> still fight. Well, so there's a guy in the UFC. Um, I think he's retired now, but his nickname was Big Country. Big Country, yeah, yeah. Same, same idea. The dude's yeah. like 320 pounds, no muscle. Got a gut that you could see, but yeah. he's got this huge belly, big beard, got a mullet, and he just gets up there and he knows 
how yeah. to punch. But he's a. I mean, he he ha, of course he has muscle. He has strength. Yeah, it's just hidden underneath. Yeah, all the flab. Um, you know. But yeah, I mean, he would do the same way. Just yeah, he would ground and pound, get his stomach on him, and just beat punch the crap away. Out of him. Yeah. yeah. Um, and not only that, I mean, the dude had knockout power. Oh yeah. So he was formerly a Pride champion, which is a Japanese league mm-hmm. that's outlawed now. They they're not allowed to fight because there was. There's some different rules, mm-hmm. you know. You could head stomp and, and stuff like that. But anyways, you can kick them in the head while they're down. And yeah, like on that. the mat. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, so there have been guys that have been successful with that physique. That's yeah. not the normal physique of what you see. Yep. You know, it's normally these real athletic build guys. Um, you see it a little more with the super heavyweight stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, guys have a little more flab, but they're they're if they lost, you know, thirty pounds, they they'd have as much muscle as any of these guys they just are heavier because they're in that weight class they're usually bigger guys right they're taller um so they carry the weight a little a little differently but um yeah i mean i i'm excited about this i think this guy's an entertaining fighter um i think it's gonna be great but speaking of ufc um i showed you the donald cerrone yeah uh if you guys haven't seen this yet just go look it up donald cerrone gets his nose broke in a fight um, and when you break your nose, you can't blow your nose. You're not supposed to. Right, because there's no way for the, the air to travel back through in the mm-hmm. blood. And and so it was starting to swell up, and he's trying to get them to, like, you know, cut it open and pop it, and, and they can't. It's well, so, so talk about he, he goes to snot rocket because he couldn't breathe. Well, this was, was after, yeah. Up. So after the, the end of that round, he's trying to get them to pop it, and they won't. Um, and, and so he gets up, and they're about to start to fight up. And he, and he plugs the opposite nostril and tries to blow through that so he could breathe. <laughs> and his eye literally swells up. I mean, it looks like a golf ball behind his eyeball. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't seen it, we'll, maybe we can find a picture and put it up on social media. But, yeah. oh, my gosh, it, it's nasty. I have a horrible gag reflex, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, It's awful. It's one of the worst I've seen. I think the only, the only thing worse than that that I've seen um, was this guy uh, – Got kneed in the forehead and, and it crushed it his forehead. His skull. Yeah, it crushed his forehead in. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was probably the worst injury I've ever seen. And when he got up, I mean, as soon as the guy kneed him, he knew. He did, and they he called put the a, fight. He a, yeah, he did put a divot in his head. Yeah, it, and when he got up, I mean, there was literally like a dimple in the dude's forehead yeah. that was the size of a kneecap. I mean, it was just ugh. It, it went so whenever whenever you showed me that, it looked like his eyeball popped out of his head. Yeah, it was. It disgusting. was so gross. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't do blood. I don't do gore. Yeah. Like gory, bloody movies. Can't do them. That was, <laughs> that was, that was disgusting. I'm eating a chicken sandwich before we record, and it's like, oh, that <laughs> yeah, was pretty bad. Uh, let's touch back on the cigar a little bit again. Um, so it's got a. I'm into the last third, mm-hmm. um, and it's got just a s- real smooth kind of leathery cocoa note. Um, there's, there's still some spice there, mm-hmm. um, but. Man, this thing is just spectacular. Haven't had any burn issues or construction issues out of it. It's, it's just great. Yeah, I've had to relight it a couple times just because I've been talking the whole time. Um, but flavor-wise, um, it's great. Toastiness, a little bit of that like burnt, charred toast. Um, a little bit of a cocoa-y coffee-ness to it. Um, like you said, a little bit of mild leather. This yeah. is about this and the Julius Caesar. This is about as much leather as I can as I can take. Um, yeah, I'm surprised you like this. It has more leather than I would have thought you'd yeah. be okay with. This this is about as much as I as as I can stand. Um, yeah, you get a little bit of a, a woody, cedarish yeah. notes. Now I, I'm just now starting the last third. I'm a little behind you, um, but it does. It has that you know rich, full flavor uh, that you're looking for. You know, and I I really love uh, Brazilian Maduro wrappers. Um, I like that. So we had that in the Herrera Esteli Brasilia. Yeah. Um, and and I'm, I'm a big fan of, the, of San Andreas uh, also. You know, like I was talking about last week with the toothiness, toothiness aspect, like that San Andreas um, Romeo. Yeah. I really love that one. I just I just like that full full flavor spiciness that you get with that yeah. with that tobacco. Yeah, it, it's great. You're, you're right on the button with it. A little bit of cedariness, a little leathery, kind of earthy um, mm-hmm. with some spice and the spice is starting to ramp back up. Have you done um, a retro I'm, on it? Uh, yeah, yeah. This is not a cigar I would recommend that you learn to retro hail on because it's got a little <laughs> burn to it. It does. <laughs> it it hits. Um, but it does. It's a uh, now that now that my sinuses are clean. Um, it has. It's almost like a red pepper. Kind yeah, of like cayenne the, or something. Yeah, like a cayenne. Yeah, I'm with um, you. 
it has that. It's really nice, but you'd get a lot more. You do get a lot more of that cedary yeah. through that retro yeah. than just the regular inhale. Uh, or not inhale, but just re- than the regular draw. Regular draw, yeah. Um, so this is this is probably as much retro, the strongest. And like you said, I wouldn't recommend. This is not one you want to retrohale on every single yeah. one, but take a couple, especially on every you know first, second, third part yeah. of the cigar, just so you get those different aspects to it. Um, but the Lenox... Uh, it, I love it. The box is cool. Yeah, it's a like a it's a it's a pill hat box almost. Yeah, uh, it's a circular box with a lid um, that sits on top. That's got magnets, magnets to hold it on. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. I mean, you could really take the the lid off this thing and hang it on the wall, and it'd look like a piece of art. Yeah. Um, but it comes in two sizes: uh, the Petite Lenox, which is a little Petite Corona. It's a five by forty, spectacular. Mm-hmm. Originally, it was in just little five packs, but now they sell it in. Mm-hmm individual boxes where you can buy them individually um and then uh the toro extra which is what we're smoking it's a six and a half by 50 um just a great cigar guys if you haven't if you haven't had this cigar you you got to get out there and get one so do you like this size better or the petite uh it depends on what i'm going for um there are days where i prefer a longer cigar and then there are days where i want that quick smoke just because there's so much to it Mm -hmm. you know it's such a complex cigar yep I don't. I, so. I actually. I prefer smaller smokes and everything. Like I've said before, I actually prefer this size better than the petite. Really? Yeah. Is um, the petite just too much? Is that the problem? No, I don't want to say it's too much. It's almost one of those things where I want it to last longer. Yeah. Than the petite, so just good. because it's so good. Yeah. Because the flavor of the petite is great. Because you get a lot of that wrapper. Yeah. Um, but with the uh, Peladoro uh, filler and with that San Andreas binder, I just want, I'm greedy. I just want more of it. So that's why I like the this yeah. this size a, a little bit uh, a little bit more. I've had people tell me the petite is just a little too much um, because you're getting so much of that wrapper. It, yeah, it, it I just can see has that. a little too much spice for them. And, yeah, um, I don't agree, but I can see where they get it. But I mean, I love I love I love a spicy cigar, so yeah, I could I, I could take that all time oh, yeah. all day long. But like I said, I'm just greedy on this aspect because I just want yeah. that flavor the whole way through. So I want to be able to. I want it to last, and I want to enjoy it as long as I as long as I could. You know, I would honestly, if this came like in a Churchill, I never smoked Churchills. I would this smoke, is almost a Churchill. Yeah, I, I would. I would smoke. I would smoke that, um, just because it is so. The flavor is just abundant throughout the throughout the whole thing, the whole aspect yeah. of it. Tony did a great job blending these. Oh yeah, great, great, great one. Um, and I mean everything he's that he's blended the chapter one chapter two we both really oh, like yeah. that a lot that like chapter the, one i literally could smoke every day of my life so i do you like the chapter one more than chapter two i do so i, I like the chapter two better um when i think of an oily cigar yeah that thing's oily that's the one i go to both can, of them are you can ring that damn thing out yeah um, yeah it's oily it's so good um but all the stuff that he's that he's blended has been has been great all right so um i think it's time aaron so last week, um, it was about split half and half. Somebody, pe- yeah, ha- half the people wanted to rub a sumo's stomach. Yeah, some people didn't. It changed a lot of people's answers when it when it went to hug. Yes, most I don't, people said no. Yeah, no, most people said no. There were a couple uh, people that said yeah, but there's no way that's worth it to me. Yeah. So last week, um, it's about half and half. Yeah. Um, I, I guess that was probably about par for the course. I thought some would take it, some wouldn't. Yeah. Um, had some great responses. Yeah, split down half and half. Yeah. Um, uh, this week, the game is million dollars, but everybody knows about it. Rooster Teeth, MDB game. Rules. Everybody knows the rules. <laughs> hopefully by now. Um, this one, it's gonna be interesting. It depends on. It's gonna be. I want to see. Well, let's hear it. Million dollars, but and we're gonna say this is for life. Million dollars, but every time you lick your lips, a charity loses. $50,000 and they know you were the cause. No. There's absolutely <laughs> no chance that's worth it. $50,000? I mean, you can only make up a few of those for your million dollars. Not I, Are all charities good? Well, it, I don't think that's my choice. Because you don't know who, what charity is losing the money. Exactly. But you can roll the dice. You might... You, it's not worth it. You're going to cost people way more money than the million dollars you're going to make. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I mean, you can't take that away from most charities are good. Yes, I, 99.9% of the charities and are good. And you cannot take that money away from people. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, you're talking about 
cancer charities. You're talking about diabetes. Uh, yeah, I mean, all kinds of stuff. Uh, adoption agencies. I mean, there's all kinds of people you're going to be taking money from. Dogs and cats. I don't care about dogs. Yeah, but you do cats. I like cats. I like dogs. <laughs> if I had a million dollars, I'd probably own some sort of dog rescue. <laughs> but that's not you, even close to taking you, $50,000. You, you do dollars. have a dog rescue. You have like yeah, four dogs. I have three. Get off me. I got three. <laughs> and one of them is a hunting dog. Two of them were supposed to be hunting dogs, and they're now couch potatoes. But And one you said could, could kill me. Well, any dog could, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I'm, she's just a little more protective, which is what she's there for. Just don't hit anybody in my house. <laughs> it won't be an issue. <laughs> she's very well behaved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the same boat. I'm not going to do it. There's no chance. No. I don't. If anybody takes this money. At, well, at the same time, I thought nobody would take the money when you have to tell a mom her baby was ugly, but damn near right. everybody said they would take the money. You're so right. now it's to the point of. Yeah, but you're talking a lot of money that's going to get lost because you lick your lips hundreds of times a day. I know, and we've done it how many times just in this there, Yeah, there's no telling. Uh, I'm sitting here trying not to do it now. I know. Because I got it in my head. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, could, I can't do it. No, there's no it. chance. Yeah. Nobody should take that money. I hope, hopefully nobody would. <laughs> but. This should be the very first one that it is unanimous. It should, I, that's, I think that's what I want to go for. Like, even last week wasn't unanimous yes, which yeah. I thought it would be. Yeah, this, I'm with you. This should be a unanimous no, but I want to know if there's one person out there. Oh, I'm sure there is. There is. I mean, you're you're a terrible person, but but the, but the fact of okay, would it change that? So this says that they know that you're the cause. Would it change if they didn't know you were the cause? No, I personally could not live with myself. Yeah, I'm the same way. You thought about it there for a second, though. I thought about it, but mom would be pissed at me, <laughs> so I can't disappoint mom. So what if it was fifty dollars instead of fifty thousand? You know what? I could live with that. I could live with the fifty bucks. I mean, you got to think, let's just say, let's just do some math on this, right? So let, let's just say that you lick your lips. We'll just, very low estimate, we'll just say 10 times a day. Like if you're conscious about it and you purposefully don't yeah. lick your lips, you're still going to do it occasionally, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're talking 365 days a year. Okay, so just in a year. It's 3,600 times. That's $182,500 that you're taking but, away. But spread out over. $50. Spread out over, not one charity. Spread out over still, all the charities. Still. I could live with that if it was $50 or less. I could. That's awful. 50 bucks. I could, I could live with that. That's awful, Aaron. I know. I'm a horrible person. <laughs> but 50000 No, I couldn't do that. No, there's no way. Yeah, so it Even should. Even at 50 bucks, I wouldn't do it. What if you, what if you gave them like, a little bit back? You can't give enough for all of them. I mean, you don't have enough money to do this well, just for the ones you care a couple about. years. Just the ones you care about? No. Yeah, I I couldn't do it. 50 bucks, eh, you piqued my interest to maybe. Okay, so if, if you gave all your money back at $50 a time. How many times could you lick your lip? 10 times a day. Yeah. You'd make it less than five and a half years. Wow. Not worth it, is it? <sighs> Jimmy Cricket over there. <laughs> It's not worth that. I'm sorry. It's just not. Yeah. So this should be a unanimous no. Hopefully it's unanimous Hopefully it no. is. Especially at $50,000. Because there's some charities that probably don't even make 50000 a year. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy money. Yeah. We needed the charity to... Let's make the straight cuts charity, and we'll see if anybody <laughs> wants to steal money from it. <laughs> oh, so speaking of... You got a romper this week. So I did get a romper this week. And boy, let me tell you... It was snug. <laughs> so uh, Asian 2X uh, fits a lot smaller than American 2X. Yeah. It was, uh, so I got it from a listener. Thank yep. you very much, oh, by the way. Oh, yes. Thank um, you. <laughs> oh, it, it's uh, it's also tuxedo. So Oh, yes. Uh, it was uh, intended for you to wear at your wedding. Yeah, so uh, so Mo, I have my, my suit. Don't worry about. Yeah, we're not. I'm not. I going, talked to her this week, and she was not happy about I'm, that. I'm not going navy anymore. I'm going black and white romper tux. Um, you know, and, and I, too small. I, I am a man of my word. I will wear it. It's probably going to be this Thursday. Uh, I was by myself this past Thursday, so I I just couldn't. Because honestly, it takes two people to put on. Um, oh my gosh! <laughs> it, it was a stuffed sausage. Um, <laughs> it it is. Uh, I can't move in it. 
Um, I can stand still with my arms slightly pointing out. I'm sure it's inappropriately tight in some areas as well, right? It is. Um, I can't wear it near a school. Yeah. I would be arrested. <laughs> um, but I am a man of my word, so I will wear it this week coming up. I'll pay my dues. I said I'd wear it, so I'll wear it. People can take their pictures with me. Man of his word. I, I will sign it. Um, it might be oh worth something gosh. someday. Um, That's going to be hilarious. It's it's So w- when I got it, I couldn't believe it. And I was... <laughs> I was laughing so much. Did you seriously think I was going to let you go without having to get one? I know. I would have bought one myself and just given it to you and said it was from a listener. I know, which I'm, I know that you would do that, but I'm, but it's funny is that you didn't do that. Somebody, I didn't have to. Somebody actually went yeah, out there I didn't have and to. spent their money on it, so thank you very, very much. <laughs> um, and let me tell you, you're going to get an eyeful uh, when I put it on. Um <laughs> But, you know, I posted a picture to our Instagram and everything, and, like, some of the comments were like, you look so happy. <laughs> because that was even before I put it on. <laughs> yeah, you're just standing there holding it. I'm just standing there holding it. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's nice. So, but I'll I'll wear it. We'll post pictures and everything, um, you know, <laughs> when this episode comes out. Um, oh, gosh. It's uh, it's short, short season, boys. Um <laughs> Uh, you're gonna see a lot of thigh. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna see all those tattoos. A lot like, of tattoos. Like it's funny because, um, like you've seen pretty much all my tattoos. You haven't seen them all. No, not all those. <laughs> you're gonna see them. Oh goodness. Um, yep. So thank you. Um, you know, awesome listeners out there to you know spend their money on stuff to humiliate me. But I'm man of my word. I'll do it. I appreciate that about you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we want to say uh, uh, thanks to Stone's Throw Brewing. Yes. Um, absolutely phenomenal beer. We're really enjoying this. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys are local, go by Stone's Throw. Um, they're Stiff Station, um, new location. Uh, get the SGP ESB. Um, it's, a, it's a limited run, so make sure you go by there and, and get you some. Um, I'm really enjoying it. And um, LFD and, and Tony Gomez. Knocked cigars out. Cigars phenomenal. Yep, I mean, you guys great. make great stuff. This is just another one in the profile. Uh, you want to tell them what we're having next week? Yeah, so next week we're going to have um, AJ Costa, our um, archetype rep. Um, we're going to have him here for an event. Yep. Um, so we're going to have him on the show as our guest. Um, we're going to be smoking some archetype stuff, um, and, and we'll kind of mix it up so you guys will get a, a – Little little different style from us with smoking different cigars. So. Yeah, yeah, we'll probably all smoke something different. Yeah. Um, everything. I, I don't think I've smoked all the archetype stuff. I think there's one that I haven't had yet. But everything that I have had from them, I've yeah. really, really enjoyed. Yeah, me too. They make phenomenal stuff. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. So. And uh, logo wise, man, one of the best yeah. looking logos. Awesome artwork. Oh, that that yeah. the the maze that with the with the A on there. The artwork yeah. is on all on all the cigars has just been. It's yeah. so good. It's definitely, if you judge cigars by the artwork, it's one that it definitely catches your eye. Yeah. Um, just like this Lenox, it catches your eye, and it's a great, great cigar. And, you know, I can't wait to have AJ on here just because, you know, I think we're going to have fun. Oh, yeah. That episode. Yeah, AJ's a great guy. So, well, we just want to say thanks for listening, guys. Uh, keep up the support. Hit us up on uh, social media, Facebook, Instagram. Yep, everything. Um, you hit all us are, up personally as well. Yeah, y'all are all doing a great job, you know, interacting with us, and we yeah. love it. Thanks to uh, West End Cigars um, for letting us do the show here. Yep. Um, we, we really appreciate the, the time and the, and the space. It's all been going good, and, you know, we're going to do it more and more. Yep. We'll see you guys next week. Later.